0: Hello, my name is Tereni. Welcome to your favourite podcast show, The Lampstand. Here we speak the truth, shining the light life beyond the wall. Join in, giving the Lord total control of your life as you listen to the podcast. Shalom.
1: Good evening, listeners. This is part two of our frank discussion on lessons from the life of Moses. And um, we still have Sister Busola with us in the studio. And we trust the Lord to bring us word from her on various gleanings, prayers, admonitions, and corrections, and instructions to receive from the life of Moses. Once again, we continue our uh, discussion on the lessons from the life of Moses in your preferred podcast, The Lampstand, where we speak the truth, shining the light that is life. God bless you as you continue with us in this frank discussion.
0: Maybe even the race that you come from, you are still living like that district. It's because you didn't know that when you gave your life to Christ, your old identity died. It was
1: crucified mm. with a It, passed, it passed, away. passed away. For all things Absolutely. to become new.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that scripture goes on to say, and now, the essence of this new life is no longer mine.
2: Mm.
0: The anointed one lives his life to me. And the end says he dispenses his life into me. That brings me to my second point okay. If my old identity is dead, then what is my identity now? My new identity. Is Christ.
1: It's Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: i oh, over
1: Mm, mm. So you are saying that every young person listening to this podcast should come to the point of having a new identity in Christ, but it must start on the premise of death to the old life, the old nature. Go on, my sister.
0: So Colossians 3, 3 to 4, I'm reading this from message. Now say, your old life is dead. Moses, your old identity as an Egyptian prince is dead. You are a dead man living. I don't know why you are still living with this identity. Did your mom not tell you that you belong to the Lord? Your old life is dead. The moment, young man, young woman, the moment you gave your life to Christ. You know, some of you, you did it when you were three or four or five or six. or Maybe much younger. Even that is recognized by heaven. At that point, when you took that step, your old life is dead. Colossians 3, your old life is dead. Your new life, which is your real life, even though invisible to spectators, Mm. is Christ in God. He is your life. People still think it's Tommy, or it's James, or it's Susanna, or uh, Olu speaking. Or maybe it's Aisha. Is it not my daughter Aisha? No! Christ is your life now. That is your new identity. Amen. Your real life, if I let me read the whole thing. It says, your old life is dead. Your new life, which is your real life, even though invisible to spectators, is with Christ in bold. He is your life. Huh. Christ, your real life. Remember? Moses suddenly remembered that Moses, the Egyptian prince, died. Actually, there is a new life here. When Christ, your real life, remember, shows up again on this earth, you show up to the real you, the glorious you. Meanwhile, the content is obscurity of my heart. Mm. What is the premise of my identity? I died. Okay. My new life is Christ. Amen. In fact, my new life is Christ. Another point. My body is no longer mine. Mm. This is very critical for young people. Especially in the days where, you know, the fashion trends and the, you know, everything of the world. Yes. Phobia about their bodies, about how they look and the, the, the pictures, of course, that they see um, social media yeah. is all doctored off. It's not real. The person doesn't really look like that. It's so standard. It's standard. And you know, young people are so dissatisfied with their body. Your body is no longer yours. 1 mm. Corinthians 6.19, I will read that from the passage. Mm-hmm. Have you forgotten that your body is now the sacred temple of the spirit of holiness? Wow. Who lives in you? Christ lives in you now. He's the owner of the body. You don't belong to yourself any longer. For the gift of God, the Holy Spirit lives inside your sanctuary. You were God's expensive purchase. Yes. Paid for with tears of blood. So by all means then, use your body to bring glory to God. I see Moses removing the wig, the Egyptian wig. The basis of my identity is that Christ died on the cross and as he died, I died. Amen. If I'm dead, who is living in me now? Why didn't I fall down and die? Look, no, Christ is living in me. Amen. He's dispensing his life to me. Mm. He is my life. A new identity. Mm. And if Christ is living in my body, yes. then my body is living in my body. the temple of,
1: of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. The body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And in this body you have to worship God in spirit and in truth. So your, your heart must be circumcised. I think is in Philippians chapter three or so. That is, you have to be circumcised so that you can worship God in spirit and truth, rejoice in Christ with no confidence in Mr. Flesh. That is, in you no know, confidence in your own human standard in your own philosophy.
0: Hmm. No confidence in your own identity.
1: Yes, because they don't last. They 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 lead you off the pathway of God. They 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 are like what you can call trespass. That it did make you to go off the 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 tangent that God has set for you. So I see I see from what you have said now that once you progress from the premise, you go to the position. Mm. And that's what I believe the Colossians 3, 3, 4 is saying, you, since it's risen, you too, you have risen with him. Absolutely. Set your mind, fix your thoughts on Christ. You are not fixing it to be there. You are already there. So that comes strong, strong to me. And you said something in the course, I think, I don't know which of the text you read, but it's the same passion translation. And it was twice or thrice, it was bringing out, remember, remember, remember. Uh, as you were saying that, it comes to me that there is tendency that children can forget.
0: Hmm.
1: Because that, that was a that was a text you read that kept on saying remember in that same text twice or or thrice.
0: Colossians three, three to four. Yes. 3.
1: And it struck me that mmm children too can forget.
0: Absolutely. And it's in the nature of children to forget things.
1: Hmm.
0: So it's our responsibility as parents to remind
1: them. To remind them. So parents And not
0: be tired of reminding them. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anytime choices are being made, yes. anytime they are thinking about decisions, and it's always good to remind them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So you are not of the The Bible says anyone who loves the world, yes. you no, know, the Father is not in there. Why are you loving the world? And it's, yeah, 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 Mom, we said it's okay.
1: Just keep reminding them. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happens. So they will just want to quickly uh, tone it down and yes. say, Yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but you're saying you know, but you're doing something um, opposite. And that gives gives one a sense of um, um, worry. You said you know, but. Yeah. Right you before, know? Yes. When that worry
0: come.
1: Yes. You
0: hmm, need to do what Dr. Beck did.
1: Okay. I turn to prayer. Ooh, turn worry to prayer. That's a good one you are bringing out. Are you listening to us there? Turn your worry to prayer, mothers, fathers, guardians, foster parents, single mothers, single fathers, whoever you are. there are teachers, instructors, Sunday school teachers, pastors. Young persons that may just stumble on this podcast, the lampstand, don't drown yourself in worry. Just go on your knees and pray. Prayer will set you free from worry. Worry is a prison. Prayer set you to the palace. Go ahead, my sister. Yes. And um, in
0: the place of prayer, God will give. He may even give you an he may give you a word. For those of us that have a regular family devotion, for those of us that have one-to-one with our, and if we don't have regular family devotion, actually this podcast might be a good way to start. Mm. For those of us that have regular one-to-one with our young people, children, or teenagers, or young adults, that is the place where God will give us all chance to address the matter.
2: Mm.
0: Or, if you, if you don't have one-to-one with them, which is like once a week or once in two even or once a month, this podcast has good, um resources that we can use to start a conversation with our young people. You. When we take those words, <sighs> this child hasn't been teaching this child, what's happening? We take it to the Lord in prayer. And the Lord will give us tips mm. on what to do mm.
1: and how to address that matter. Amen. 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 Thank you for bringing that out. Parents, you're hearing from our sister, who is a mother as well. And she's making us, she's bringing up that admonition to us. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Even if you are struggling with, how will I be able to start a Bible study session or devotion with the children. Here you have the Lampstand Podcast that can just give you is a resource. It's a free one you can download on the website or when you go to the port pane. So you can use it for as a resource either as a group, fellowship, or as a family. It's free. We'll, we'll be expecting your comments and suggestion that you can help you to start a Bible study or, or devotion time with your children or your, your family. And I'm sure, uh, Sister Busola, that Jacobbed must have been having the same Bible study with Moses. That was a long time, if I could remember correctly, listeners there and Sister Busola that is in the studio with me, that I watch a film about Moses And it was now showing a point where uh, Jacobed was now uh, sitting down with Moses and now teaching Moses about Hebrew, teaching Moses um, even the language Hebrew, and teaching Moses the um, Jewish heritage, which is godly. So she had time. During, because she was the one taking care of him it was like the, like a nanny but it was the mother. <laughs> so you can, like you said, God was walking behind the scene by moving the scene from behind because God had a purpose. So I can see here that mothers fathers out there, you have no excuse, don't allow over time or work be a reason not to discharge your responsibility you must sit down with your children teach them don't worry the word of god as you are sowing it they are receiving it the lord will come and bring increase holy mm-hmm. spirit will water it will
2: mm-hmm.
1: water it will water it, it, will water it. Mm-hmm. um are you are you are um the privileges you have you spoken about that no okay I,
0: um I think, where were we?
1: Position, we, premise. We pos- the premise. Yeah, first coming. Talking
0: about the position. Yeah. Um, I think you were alluding to one um, one of them. I have three. Okay. The first one is, I am his child. Okay. I am God's child. You mm. are God's child. What is your identity? You are God's child. I am God's what child. What made you his child? Jesus has died for you. Mm. First John 3, 1. Look with wonder at the depth of the Father's marvelous love hmm. that He has lavished on us. He called us and made us His very own oh. beloved
1: children. Children. Amen. Amen.
0: The reason the world doesn't recognize who we are is that they don't recognize Him. The world doesn't know. Hmm. Young man, but you are God's child. Amen. That's your position. Amen. You, know, you think like my children, I'm sure maybe you have it as well. They, they hardly knock to come into
1: our room. <laughs> <laughs> they just barge in.
0: I'm thinking, have I got it wrong? Did I not teach this?
1: <laughs> Mine will tell you, you, at least you don't have any secrets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and very frankly, by son you say, you don't know when you come to my room as well. I thought, oh mm-hmm. gosh. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. You are God's child. Mm-hmm. The same way. You don't knock. When your daddy and mom is in they have to remind us, why don't you knock? You know, hmm. Those kind of little, little things yeah. uh, that we do with our parents. You are God's child. You can also go into his presence hmm.
1: of Jesus. Amen.
0: amen, amen. That's number one. Number two, Yes. you sit in heavenly places, hmm. Christ Jesus. That was the one we were talking about, our position. Yes. But before I go to that one, you are God's child. You are part of Christ's body. You are part of Christ's body. That is your identity. That is your position. You don't belong to this world. Mm. You are his child. You belong to the mystery body of Christ. Amen. 1 Corinthians 12 and 13 Just as the human body is one, though it has many parts that together form one body, so too is Christ. Mm. By one spirit, we are all immersed and mingled into one single body. Body. And no matter our status, whether we are Jews or non-Jews, black or white or yellow, whether we are boys or girls, whether we are rich or it makes absolutely no difference. Whether we are oppressed or we are free we are privileged to drink deeply of the same Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, the Black Lives Matters. Yes. And I am a strong advocate of equality and justice. Yes. And I feel strongly being a black person yes. about all that has happened in centuries yeah. for the oppression of black people. And when everything was going on in the summer, I was asking the Lord, Lord. And he said, Yes, that is part of the world system. The racial injustice and discrimination that has happened over a century is the world system. You cannot, honestly, it is the world system. Mm. But you, your identity is Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 Your identity. mm. Is Christ Jesus? So the While I will give you mm. ultras uh, and opportunities to speak for racial uh, justice yeah. and equality,
2: yeah.
0: when there's an opportunity to speak at work, when there's an opportunity to talk about it, yes. oh yes, I ask the Lord what I should say and how I should speak, and how I can be involved yeah. to ensure, and how I can be actually the voice for those who are oppressed. Yes. I ask him for that, but actually it's my identity hmm. is that I belong to the body of Christ.
1: Belong to the body of Christ. So we are, we are uh, members of Christ yes. and parts of one another. Parts of one another. Hmm. Are you listening to out there to us on the podcast, The Lampstand, where we speak the truth, shining the light? that we are members of the body of Christ and parts of one another. So parts of one another means we are interconnected. So no matter what your color is, no matter what your gender is, what we're saying here is that as long the real common denominator is Christ, So that's what makes us interconnected. um, We are not interconnected with who is not in Christ. Or who Christ is not in. Mm. Christ is the common denominator.
0: I think Moses recognized that he was interconnected. Indeed.
1: Indeed. Indeed.
0: Indeed. He turned on him. I know. I'm not part of this Egyptian, but... um, no, I'm not. Mm. I may be speaking their language, I may look like them, I may be their prince, but no. My connection yes. is with the body, the body of Christ. At that time, yes. the Israelites were representing the body of Christ.
1: Yes. Mm.
0: So these are the things that are done on Moses. Mm. His premise, mm. his position. the yeah. child of God, yeah. part of Christ's body, and is now sitting with Christ in heavenly places. Far above the world, yes. the troubles of the world, the systems of the world, far above principalities and powers and anything that Satan can throw at him. That was why he was not afraid of Pharaoh. Because Pharaoh was God at that time.
2: Mm.
0: He could do and do. So Ephesians two six says, He raised us up with him, Christ the Exalted One, and we ascended with him. Into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. Hear this. For we are now co seated as one with Christ. We wow. oh, don't belong
1: here anymore. Amen. Co-seated.
0: co-seated.
1: So I'm seeing it togetherness with Christ. Yes. Because that translation was using with, with. I think King James uses and new King James uses together. Together which is the same thing as with. So we see that it's not being alone, but being together with Christ. Yeah, we can. It's it's real, a rare privilege that we have Mm. to be together with the King of Kings Mm. and the Lord of Lords. It's a rare privilege.
0: So when as a young person, all you're concerned about is what's going on around you then you don't know your position in Christ Mm. Jesus. It's because you don't know. And that is why God has brought this podcast, to show you your identity and your position in Christ. Mm. You don't belong to this world. You are a different being, a new race.
1: Mm. A new species entirely. The
0: life of Christ being dispensed into you. Your old life is finished. The Holy Spirit. Ah, we are moving to the privileges now. Okay, okay. (laughs) Let's move on to the privileges.
1: All right, go on.
0: Is that okay?
1: Go on to the privileges. Go on to the privileges.
0: The The first, and there are many. These are just the few that uh, the Lord put in my heart. Okay. But I have been enjoying visiting this, my, my, my identity in Christ. Amen. I have really been blessed by. I am a heir of his blessings and suffering. Mm. Ah, says, what? Suffering? <laughs> no, 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 like That's Roma-
1: Romans yeah, 8, eight seventeen.
0: 8. <laughs> yes. Mm. Sorry, sir. Did you say something?
1: I, I said that's Romans eight seventeen. You yes. just could...
0: <laughs> he says and since we are his true children, mm. we qualify to share all his treasures. Or mm. indeed. We are heirs of God himself. And since we are joined to Christ, we also inherit all that he is and all that he has. We will experience being co-glorified. You know, I'm loving this Mm. co-seated, co-glorified, co-justified, co-life. We are sharing his life. We will experience being co-glorified with him. Provided that we accept his suffering.
1: Mm, that's that's the that's the clause there. Provided the proviso, the suffering. Yes. That's what. It's a
0: privilege. Young person,
1: we never want to take.
0: It is a privilege to be persecuted for Christ's sake oh my young man it is a privilege if you have to work alone in that school because mm. you are not subjecting yourself to the systems of the world of the world know? it's a privilege to be ostracized and not to be inclu- included if it is being done because you are taking your stand
1: in christ jesus ah, but auntie they will call me names no, I won't, I won't have privilege. friends again. It is a privilege to be called. Me. I'll be walking hey, alone.
0: For the sake of Christ, this I suffer. Hmm. He was called. Did you know? You know, I was looking at Moses. Yes. Uh, you know when Moses took that stance. Yes. I see him. You know, I see. I see his hashtag handle.
2: You
0: know, <laughs> said, "I am no longer. I I, I abdicate. I am no longer the prince." Mm. And I see it making waves in social media. Mm. I see him calling a, a a press conference and saying, "Well, I've suddenly discovered that I do not belong to you. Mm. I actually belong to this other group." And I see it. Um, I see that information um, uh, how do you, going viral yeah. on social media. And I see all the comments that people will be making concerning him. He's ah, an ingrate. He's ungrateful. Mm. This woman has labored for him and saved him, saved him from the from, from being eaten by crocodiles. How can he do that? Mm. I can see all those who will unfollow him on Twitter. Mm. Twitter.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I can see all the name colours. In fact, Pharaoh persecuted him and wanted to kill him. Part of our privileges is to suffer for him. Mm. It's a privilege.
1: It's a privilege, Auntie. You are saying to me, young person, is a, a privilege to suffer.
0: Yes. Sir. Have you forgotten that it happened to uh, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego?
1: Oh, that is true. That is true. And even to Daniel. Yes. Oh, that is true. That is true.
0: Have you forgotten that Esther almost suffered the consequence? of a, a choice, a decision to stand with the body of Christ.
1: Mm-hmm. And to help you have their young person as uh, the auntie is saying it's a privilege, it's striking to know is that without faith, you cannot suffer for him. Mm-mm. Because in the key text we are looking at, it says by faith. Okay. And faith means... The substance of things you hope for. Evidence of things you have not seen. And how does that faith come? It comes by hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. And that's the gospel. So if you are struggling to suffer for him, you need to ask yourself, what is it that you are hearing? What is it when you put on your hairphone or your headset that you are hearing what is it when you sit with your friends in school maybe you are on break what is it that you are talking about so if you are not talking about the word of God with them your faith will be dwindling so you will not be able to endure suffering for him so the key to suffer for him we are saying it in this scripture it says by faith. Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. So the key that helped Moses, I'm saying this scripture, is faith. And someone once said faith means for all. In, in the I think let me try and remember it. Faith, F there means for. Then A there means all. Then I there means in all, in in everything, trust in him, which is the Lord. That is for all in everything, trust in him. So that's just to fill in all the letters of faith. So young persons out there is faith. And what is inside faith? knowledge, and obedience. Hmm. Go on, Auntie. I just yeah. felt that I should bring that in.
0: Absolutely. And you them. know, faith is uh, believing something when there's no proof.
1: Exactly. That's what Moses did.
0: Exactly. And as I was looking at that definition many years back, the Lord said to me, actually, faith is believing, believing something when there's contrary proof. Hmm,
2: hmm, hmm.
0: So that's another level. You believe it, there's no proof, but I'm going with it. But you still believe when the proof you have, you're not saying the proof, but it's contrary to your belief.
1: Mm, Contrary. Thank you for listening to your preferred podcast, The Lampstand, Stand, where we speak the truth, shine in the light life. Thank you. God bless you.